With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a podcast from WOR. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun, New York, on a Monday. Did you miss me? I am back and I missed you. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I most certainly did. Here's what's on tap for tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. I'm all kinds of fired up. It's Medal of Honor Monday, of course. That's an hour from now. We're going to discuss Western governments, what they're doing, why they're doing it. In fact, we're going to dig into the nitty-gritty of that. We're going to start at the bottom and work our way up. How did this begin? Where How did we get here? What's happening with St. George Floyd's killer? Or is he the killer? Derek Chauvin. No, he's not. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about, well, the GOP's meeting again. Looks like they're hopeful to get some things passed before the new year. And hate speech. All that and so much more is coming up tonight on the world-famous Jesse Kelly Show. Now, I'm going to give away the game a little bit and kind of tell you where this is going because we're going to take a little bit to get there. We're going to a place where we're going to discuss the fact that Western governments have turned against their own citizens. It's not just ours. It's the, quote, free West. They have turned against their own citizens. This is something that I brew on a lot. I've been brewing on it a lot over Thanksgiving. There's all kinds of stories in the news about this, from New Jersey to Joe Biden to Ireland and others. That's where we're going, all right? I promise you we're going to get there. But I want to begin someplace different because I want to begin kind of where they began. First and foremost, let's understand this. You don't have any of this. You don't have any of this evil in the government. Crapping on you, attacking you, arresting you, passing laws against you, banning you from doing this. You don't have any of this unless you start with a basic necessity for communism a basic necessity for communism what is that what is the most basic ingredient in communism ungratefulness remember i I get emails all the time jesse how do i make sure my kids aren't going to become communists jesse i'm worried jesse i'm sending my daughter to college jesse i'm sending my son here jesse what do i do what do i do i'm here to tell you There has never, ever, ever in the history of communism been a grateful one. And I would challenge you, send me a link. Send me something to read. Can you find an example of a communist, American, Soviet, Cambodian, Chinese, or otherwise, talking about, man, I am just so blessed. I can't believe it's awesome here. Man, it's this is so cool. Look at this. You know what I do with my kids all the time. I've told you before. Well, I, I just did, we just did it after church yesterday. Driving home from church, out of the blue, I'll do it. Boys, tell me something you're grateful for. 
We, we do it on the phones here on the show. No, we're not taking phone calls tonight, but that's why I do that with my sons. I want them to realize something. They are blessed. And, and they're blessed in so many ways. And you know what? You are blessed. I am blessed. And oftentimes that can be hard to hear and see if you're in the middle of crap right now. It's hard to hear it. It's hard to even see it. You just uh, you just got diagnosed with cancer. Or your wife did. You just found out you're getting laid off right before Christmas. You, you know, pick, Take your pick. A flat tire this morning. It's really, really, really hard in those moments to look around and see the blessings you have. But you have them and so do I. Now let's go back to communism. Ungratefulness. It begins there. Remember, communism, it's essentially just the water that fills up a big rock and then freezes it and shatters the rock. The rock being a society. But what is the water? Ungrateful people. I'm reading a book right now. I've read a bunch of these about the Russian Revolution and the basic ingredients of it. And you can see this already building up. I'm not, at, I'm not at the revolution phase yet where the Bolsheviks start shooting people in the face. But you can really see the unhappiness of the people. And oftentimes, I need to clarify, the basic, the basic thinking of we're getting screwed, oftentimes that's justified. If you were an urban factory worker in the Soviet Union toiling away for 12 hours a day in dangerous conditions and then finding out you don't get to eat that day, you're going to be a little bit upset. Maybe some bitterness is going to creep in. But nevertheless, ungratefulness. I want you to listen to this. This is New York's very own Jamal Bowman. He's discussing our legal system. Now, for our purposes, we'll get to the con- congressman part of this. Forget that he's a member of Congress, because before Jamal Bowman went from street communist scum to elite communist scum, he was a street member. He was a communist apparatchik, working hard to poison young minds in New York's school system, teaching them what? Well, things like this. And as you listen to this, forget about the fact that it's Jamal Bowman. He's an idiot communist clown. I want you to think about the fact this human being had charge over thousands and thousands and thousands of young people who would sit down in his school and hear things like this. As you know, we need a revolution within our criminal justice system, period, point blank. It is inhumane. It is racist. It is operating exactly as it was designed to be operating. And it is something that has been nurtured and funded historically by not just Republicans, Democrats as well. Democrats as well. A quick side note on that. And this is going to be a very quick side note because I'm not dealing with this right now. Jamal Bowman, you know what he is today? He's what AOC was four, six years ago. Remember AOC first got elected to Congress and was always running her fat mouth about something crazy and she doesn't, no, she's still crazy. She's still a commie nut job. But you notice that doesn't happen as often anymore. That's because when you graduate from being street communist scum to elite communist scum, the elite communist scum are going to take some time and bring you to heel. Jamal Bowman will stop talking like this very shortly because it's bad for the elites and their power. But right now, 
He's giving a voice to how the streets think, how they operate. This is how he is taught. Generation after generation after generation. It's racist. It's evil. It's racist. It's evil. America sucks. It's evil. It's racist. It's evil. And then he either graduates into becoming elite communist scum. That's very rare to do what he did. Or the elite communist scum of a nation, not just America. This is going to be broader. They're going to use that kind of insane idiocy, rhetoric, bitterness, They're going to use that to get the street communist scum version of Jamal Bowman to do things for them. What kind of rhetoric do they use? If you're an elite communist scumbag and you want a street communist scumbag to, I don't know, murder a bunch of people so you can pass some laws you want, what kind of rhetoric would you use? Well, you'd probably talk exactly like former United States Senator Claire McCaskill. Similarities between Mussolini and Hitler and the use of the terminology like vermin and the, the, the drive that those men had towards autocracy and, and dictatorship. The difference, though, I think makes Donald Trump even more dangerous, and that is he has no philosophy. He believes. Even more dangerous. You see... This is how stochastic terrorism works. Remember what stochastic terrorism is? Forget about the dictionary definition. It just means you're sandwiched. I'm sandwiched. The elite communist scum at the top, they put out their messaging all the time. He's Hitler, he's Hitler. They're Nazis, they're white supremacists. He's Hitler, he's Hitler, he's Hitler, he's Hitler. The street communist scum at the bottom, bitter, violent, miserable, nothing to live for. They eventually pick up a gun, a knife, and go hurt somebody. That's how it works in the West now. Okay, so eventually we're going to get to the place where the Western governments have turned against their own citizens. We're just walking our way there. Okay, Jamal Bowman. We need a revolution. He's teaching generation after generation in school. We need a revolution. We need a revolution. We need a revolution. Also, he's making sure that generations of people are firmly indoctrinated in his world of mixing. So we've been using a lot of rhetoric around the two-state solution for decades. And when I went there, I saw that we are nowhere near a two-state solution. Myself, as a sitting member of Congress, could not walk through certain checkpoints in the West Bank because I wasn't Jewish. Mm. So Everybody's making fun of Jamal Bowman today for being some kind of nut job. What's he talking about? That doesn't exist. And by the way, that does not exist. That's not a thing. There's no Jewish checkpoint. <laughs> it's 25% of the IDF is Muslim. There's no Jewish checkpoint. But you're not understanding. Jamal Bowman understands that what he just said is wrong. He's not interested in pushing out information. He's interested in arming and motivating an army to do the things he wants done we will continue along these lines in just a moment before we get there did you know i spent thanksgiving with my folks with my folks and their dogs they have two dogs this just don't ask they're actually great dogs two dogs that used to have to go to the vet all the time in fact you couldn't wake up without a text from my mother. Oh, no. Hey, please say a prayer. The dog's going to the vet. The dog's going to the vet. My dog's at the vet. I asked them how the dogs were because I hadn't had one of those texts last time or in quite a while. She said, oh, they're great. I can't believe this rough green stuff actually works.
it's amazing what will happen in your dogs. The health differences you'll see in your dog once you start giving him rough greens. Your dog does not get nutrition from dog food. There's a reason it's all brown. They kill everything in it. Give your dog rough greens. Pour it on your dog's food and watch your dog come alive and stay alive and stay away from the vet. Free jumpstart trial bags at 833-33-MY-DOG or go to roughgreens.com slash jesse. What, Chris? We can make jokes. It's fine. You got that right. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday, like 45 minutes away from Medal of Honor Monday. And don't forget, you can email me, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Love, hate, death threats, ask Dr. Jesse questions. Yes, Thanksgiving was wonderful. Maybe I'll get into that later. The kids definitely learned some new words with Grandpa, as they do every time we visit. But anyway, it was a wonderful Thanksgiving. <laughs> Back to what we were talking about, because we're going to get to this the, the the status of the West and how did Western governments how do they turn against their own people? So we were talking about street communist scum like Jamal Bowman. We need a revolution. Everything's evil. Everything's racist. Everything's bad. We were talking about former U.S. Senator Claire McCaskill, Donald Trump's worst than Mussolini, worse than Hitler. Over and over and over again, this rhetoric, over and over and over again. And what happens as a result of this rhetoric? As a result of this rhetoric, you have things like what happened in Louisville. What happened in Louisville? A man named Connor Sturgeon, he walked into a bank and gunned down five people. Well, he killed five people. He injured eight others. Now, what in the world, why would he do this? Well, let's listen to Connor Sturgeon. Quote, these people did not deserve to die, but because I was depressed and able to buy guns, they are gone. Perhaps this is, this is the impact for change, upper-class white people dying. I certainly would not have been able to do this if it were more difficult to get a gun. I know our politicians are solely focused on lining their own pockets, but maybe this will knock some sense into them. If not, good luck. You see, that's how stochastic terrorism works. Jamal Bowman says we need a revolution. Claire McCaskill says you're worse than Mussolini and Hitler. Nutballs like Connor Sturgeon hear those words as a call for action. He picks up a weapon, walks into a bank, and murders a bunch of people. That's how it works in a country like we have now where the elites and the streets work together against you. Now, let's keep traveling down this road, though. How did we end up here? Well... Here's how we ended up here. The street communist scum have been with us for quite some time. Older folks than me, folks who were around in the 60s, they will remember all those radical street nut jobs out there. In fact, I know that there are some people listening to the sound of my voice who were maybe one of those radical street, street nut jobs out there. But here's the thing. They were just street nut jobs back then. They moved on up to the east side to a deluxe apartment in the sky. I'm just kidding. That's a theme from the Jeffersons. That's a great song, though, Chris. Chris, can we get that on the show list? Moving on up. Why are you scoffing at that? Why don't you, you didn't you ever watch the Jeffersons? What do you mean? You're, because you're not 80. That's a great show. If you watch the Jeffersons today, you would laugh. Michael, did you watch the Jeffersons? 
No, it's not the futuristic one where they're in spaceships. That's the Jetsons. What the... You know what? Forget it. I'm sorry I brought this up. Now I'm frustrated. All right, back to what we were talking about between the street communist scum and elite communist scum. They didn't stay on the streets. They conquer. And let's pause everything for a moment here. It's going to sound like I'm getting sidetracked. I'm not. Conquest. Have you ever thought much about conquest? The concept of it. Conquering this, conquering that. I bet you have feelings about conquest. Most people feel very, very strongly about it. They say it's always bad. Some people, other people, maybe a little bit more barbaric types, will say it's always good. But here's the thing. It's not that it's always bad. It's not that it's always good. It is always inevitable. Saying you love or hate conquest is like saying you love or hate gravity. Your opinion on it, my opinion on it, is not really important. It is the fallen nature of man. The street communist of the 1960s. He was out there, he's protesting, he's getting loud, he's holding up his signs, he's throwing poop at people, all the things these street animals do. But he wasn't ever getting actual change. Oh, he was getting a little bit here and a little bit there and poisoning this and poisoning that. But he wasn't seeing the true fruits of his labor. So he decided to do something about it. And he got more and more involved in America's education system. He realized he needed to move from the streets and get into the elites. The streets waving the signs. Yes, they matter. Yes, they're important to the cause. The elites can't do what they do without the streets out there raping and murdering everybody. But they don't hold actual power. You know who holds a gargantuan amount of power? Gargantuan amounts. School teachers who get to stand in front of young, impressionable minds and tell them things like this. As you know, we need a revolution within our criminal justice system. Period. Point blank. It is inhumane. It is racist. It is operating exactly as it was designed to be operating. And it is something that has been nurtured and funded historically by not just Republicans, Democrats as well. The communists moved from the streets into the education system as his superhighway to get him into the elite offices. And we'll continue on with that in a moment. Let's, let's deal with this really quickly here. Remember... It is the holiday season, and maybe, just maybe, you're sitting around fretting, wondering what to get dad or what to get mom. And I know what you've done. You've done the same thing we've all done. You've gotten them books. I would highly recommend the Anti-Communist Manifesto, but still, you've gotten them books. You've gotten them framed pictures. You've gotten them all these things. But you know what you've never, ever gotten your father or your mother? You've never gotten them a male vitality stack from chalk or a female vitality stack? You think your 60, 70-year-old dad, 40-year-old dad, do you think a 20% increase in his testosterone in 90 days might make him feel better, more energetic, more focused? Same thing for your mom. Do you think your mom could use a female vitality stack? Not big pharma. You're not pumping pills into them. Natural herbal supplements. Chuck.com. Promo code Jesse gets you the sales. CHOQ.com, promo code Jesse. 
the Jesse Kelly Show on a Monday. Jimmy Buffett's underrated. What is he doing nowadays? I've never seen him in concert. What, Chris? What? He's dead? Oh, I forgot he died. Oh, gosh. Sorry. Sorry, Jimmy. Was it last month? I forgot. I spaced it. Look, Chris, you you don't understand yet. Once you have kids, you'll understand you just kind of blindly go from one sporting event to one thing to the next, and these news stories kind of come and go, sorry, Jimmy, I love you, bud. <laughs> anyway, moving on, back to what we were talking about, communism and Thanksgiving and street scum and everything else. So they moved from the streets into the schools. Once they took over the school systems of not just America, don't feel bad about that, of the West, they began to really churn things out. And Churn out what? Communist apparatchiks. Card-carrying, self-hating communists. Now, let's pause on that for a moment. Because maybe your child's currently going through this. How do you do that? How do you make sure a child is going to hate themselves and their parents and their country? Well, see, here's the thing about parenting. Speaking of parenting, kids understand what they're taught by adults you know this is this has been something i scream about all the time i despise absolutely despise this way of thinking on the right well i mean if you're under 30 and not a liberal you have no heart and over 30 if you're not a conservative you have no brain um my sons are 13 and 15 and they're the most bloodthirsty right wingers they 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 frighten me with the stuff they come up with. And you know what? Maybe you're just thinking, well, yeah, Jesse, it's because they're your kids. No, their friends are probably worse. Why? They've been taught correctly. Kids understand what they're taught. And these America-hating communist scumbag teachers and administrators took over America's education system and simply began teaching kids. You didn't have to be overt about it, certainly early on. You don't have to walk into your third grade class and tell them about the greatness of Marx if you want to make a future communist. You just have to teach them that America sucks. Hey, class, we're going over American history this semester. We're going to cover the genocide of the Native Americans and slavery and then civil rights when black people couldn't even eat with white people. And those are the three subjects. Anyway, that'll be class this year. You just slowly but surely only present the worst parts about America. And what is that thing communists use? What's the other thing they use besides their lies? What's the other thing that fuels communism? Our apathy. The apathy of the right. And this apathy, you still see it on display this day, today, all the time, all over the place. Not just with Norm and Norma. You see it with our elected representatives. Maybe your neighbor, maybe your friends. You see it. You know how you can recognize it? You can recognize the apathy as soon as they act confused about what they're seeing. I don't understand I, I don't, we all want the same things. That's that's the swan song of the apathy. We all want the same things. But what, I don't understand. We all want the same things. You see, the right has never understood the mind of the communist. The communist, he understands that what what's standing before him is a beautiful statue. All right, a beautiful statue, and the statue took a hundred years to build. 
All kinds of blood, sweat, and tears went into designing this statue, building this statue. What surrounds it now? What surrounds it are angry, bitter hordes who want to rip it down. That is their goal. By any means necessary, deface it, vandalize it, tear it down, but the statue must be torn down. The American right? The American right is the security guard who thinks these people, they just want to go take some pictures with it. The American right has never understood how committed the American left is to burning everything down. I actually saw a U.S. senator this weekend. I forget his name. Oh, never mind. Was it, was it Mike Lee? I actually think it was Mike Lee, who I like. Right? I like Mike Lee. Mike Lee was talking about Hamas, the pro-Hamas protests here in America. And he was essentially saying, I don't understand. Are these people confused? He was making a comparison between the same people who are doing the pro-Hamas protests as, as we're doing the St. George Floyd protests. Are they confused? They're not confused at all, Senator. You're confused. These people understand exactly who they are. I, I, give, I give the communists a lot of credit. They know exactly who they are. They know exactly what they want, and they operate with the intention of achieving their goals. The American communist is focused. He is focused, and he's after it. So anyway, they get in the school system, and they start working their way through the school system. Well, once you control the school system, then you control the nation. Because once you control the mentality, the moral values, the fabric of the nation's citizens, once they graduate, you control it all. Now... Now we have something that is going to be a bear to undo. What we have now is, well, we got a tough road ahead of us. I'll put it to you that way. Because they've gone from the education system, and now they've filled up the corporate boardrooms, and they've filled up our government, not just elected officials, the bureaucrats. That includes federal law enforcement agencies. And that brings us to where we are now. Now the people who run the West, not just America, not just New Jersey, not just Ireland, not now all the elites who run the West, either they have a deep-seated hatred of the country or they just don't care about it at all. But they do care about this. They do care about the people who are going to stop them. Because remember, the statue is still standing. The statue is still there. They haven't lost focus. They still want to tear the statue down. Here's the problem for them. You. You're the problem. And now they've declared war on you. It's a, it's a small story, but it's not. You know how the Biden campaign, they're... They're doing the best they can to try to pretend like the like the economy's doing well. So let me hit you with a few numbers. So airline tickets down 13% over the past year. Car rentals, 10%. Eggs, 22%. Thanksgiving dinner, to be a bit topical, uh, down 4.5% with, uh, with turkey down about 6%. That's deflation. That is lower prices. The Biden administration has heard over and over and over again your outcry about prices. 
Yes, they're lying about Thanksgiving. They understand that it's only down a little bit compared to last year, that all prices on everything are up. We just flew a family of four, me, Ob, and the kids. We flew to Montana for Thanksgiving. It basically cost as much as a vacation to Hawaii. That's what four round-trip tickets cost. I'm still... I'm, I'm getting a little bit sick to my stomach. Chris, I should have showed you the price. You you would have just vomited in a trash can. <laughs> no, you need to see it, Chris. You have to see it. It's, it. it still hurts me. And the American people, they're suffering. And so what is the response of the Biden administration? Think, think how you would respond. You're the president. The American people are suffering. They are not able to afford the basics. They can, their, their standard of living is disappearing. Depending on your income level, maybe you're moving back in with your parents or moving back in with your children. Maybe you're taking on a second job. Maybe, you're, you, you know, life-altering things are being done right now. If you were the president and you looked out and saw this, how would you feel? Your heart would break, wouldn't it? You would want to dig in and fix it, wouldn't it? But see, those kind of people don't run the country anymore. We'll discuss how the Biden administration is responding, and then talk about this Irish stuff here in a moment. Before we do that, I'm going to do this. Somebody wrote me an email, and we're going to discuss it next hour about pro-life, and and, uh, he's not quite as pro-life as I am. And again, that's fine. I understand everyone feels differently about it. But he was asking me how I feel about babies and this. And here's let me just lay it out for you. I view a baby as being a sacred, created thing, and I view me and you as having a duty, an obligation to protect it because it cannot protect itself. I think abortion is the most disgusting, despicable evil because it's killing somebody who can't defend themselves. I love that preborn is waking up young mothers to the fact it's a baby. It's alive. It's not your, you can't kill it. It's your job to protect it. They do this by giving these women free ultrasounds. You know, your tax deductible gift right now is doubled when you give to preborn. Doubled. Preborn.com slash Jesse. Take advantage of it. Preborn.com slash Jesse. Go save a life. Sponsored by Preborn. Jesse Kelly returns. Jesse Kelly show on a Monday, only 10 minutes away from Medal of Honor Monday. Don't forget, you can download a podcast of the show. They podcast all three hours iHeart, Google, Spotify, iTunes. So the American people are upset. They're upset because prices are going up. The Biden administration keeps lying and bragging about inflation going down, but people are hurting. So, what is the government's response? The government's response is the Biden team is currently working with social media platforms to, quote, counter misinformation about the economy. The government's response to you being mad about the economy isn't fixing the economy. It's making sure you can't tell anyone about it. Do you see the latest out of New Jersey? New Jersey... They joined the growing list of states. They're banning gas-powered cars, the sale of new gas-powered cars. The people elected to govern New Jersey got elected and promptly took away something you love, 
something you use. Oh, but all this probably pales in comparison to what's going on in Ireland. And don't don't tune out on me because it's a separate country you don't care about. Just stay with me because this applies to our own country very, very, very much. Some nutjob immigrant from Algeria pulled out a knife and stabbed a bunch of schoolgirls and school teachers. The Irish are upset about it. Why are they upset? Well, you didn't think it was just America that was suffering from illegal immigration, did you? It is wild that the street communist scum in European countries in America alike moved into education, and there they ended up moving into government, and now Western nations are governed by people who hate their own people and flood their own countries with illegals who don't belong there. And then when anyone in that country gets upset, including ours, gets upset about it, they actually prosecute them. Former Obama official charged with hate crime in New York after allegedly criticizing the Prophet Muhammad and threatening a food cart vendor with deportation. One, that's kind of funny. Two, um, you can think this guy's a jerk, but you should be allowed to criticize anybody. You should be allowed to be a jerk to anybody. Instead, he's charged with a crime. Why is he charged with a crime? Let me ask you. Do you think if somebody walked up to a white male Christian in the streets of New York and said, you suck, whitey, and Jesus isn't real, screw you, do you think that guy would be arrested today? Of course not. You're probably laughing, rolling your eyes. Why is this guy arrested? Well, because America, just like other Western governments, have decided now that they flooded our country with third world hordes, the biggest evil is you criticizing them. Anyway, so this Algerian in Ireland stabs a bunch of people. Conor McGregor, MMA, former MMA guy, he's a fighter. He's a cage fighter. He's Irish. Came out complaining about it online, said, quote, we are at war and other things. The people of Ireland got extremely angry, started tipping over buses, kicking in windows and things like that. The Irish government, they didn't wake up and decide, wow, we can't have any more of these illegals in the country. Wow, we should leave Ireland for Ireland. This is the PM of Ireland. To all those cowardly champions of Ireland who took to the streets of Dublin last night, let me say one thing. Ask your sisters, ask your friends. Ask everyone you know what they fear most on our streets. They're afraid of you, afraid of your anger and your rage, afraid of your violence, your hate, and how you blame others for your problems. As a government, we will be relentless in protecting our citizens and defending our people. The Guardi will be on the streets in large numbers and will do whatever it takes to fight back waves of ignorance and criminality. They're deploying their guns in Ireland against their own citizens who are angry about illegals. Oh, don't worry. New laws are coming too. In addition to that, I think it's now very obvious to anyone who might have doubted it um, that our incitement hatred legislation is just not up to date. It's not up to date for the social media age. uh, And we need that legislation through. And we need it through within a matter of weeks um, because it's not just the platforms who have a responsibility here. They're passing new legislation that will give Ireland the ability to arrest people for memes on their phone who do they think they are america oh 
Didn't you know we already did that here? Douglas Mackey is his name. He's currently in federal prison for a meme making fun of Hillary Clinton. Ireland is traveling down the American road now. We're not traveling down their road. They're traveling down ours. You see in response to their own citizens being massacred by an animal with a knife, Ireland cracked down on its own people. But don't worry. It's for their own good. Oh, no. All legislation is about the restriction of freedom. That's exactly what we're doing here, is we are restricting freedom, but we're doing it for the common good. You will see throughout our Constitution, yes, you have rights, but they are restricted for the common good. Everything needs to be balanced. And if your views on other people's identities go to make their lives unsafe, insecure, and cause them such deep discomfort that they cannot live in peace, then I believe that it is our job as legislators to restrict those freedoms for the common good. The most dangerous thing happening on the planet today is not in China. It's not in Russia. It's not in the Middle East. It's not radical jihad. The most dangerous thing on the planet today is Western governments declaring war on their own citizens. The citizens who are angry about the government's failures, the citizens who are angry about what the governments have done to their country, that's the enemy to these people. Oh, let me wrap it up with this. Former CIA director Michael Hayden, someone showed him a picture of some Hamas jihadi piece of crap and a woman holding a Bible, a gun, and an American flag, and someone said, what's the difference? And the former director of the CIA said, there is no difference. You are the enemy now. Sleep tight on that. Let's get to Medal of Honor Monday before we get to everything else out there. Oh, great, masks are coming back. Now, let's. speaking of metal, let's talk about precious metals. Let's talk about taking step to, steps to protect ourselves from governments who have also declared war on our money. It's not just that they've declared war on us, they've declared war on our money. You see the latest and greatest out of the World Economic Forum? These people are really going to digitize the dollar so they control everything. This has been a podcast from WOR. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.